You are listening to Saturdays with the Story Dude, a bi-weekly podcast about the world of screenwriting, screenwriters, and of course, anything to do with the film and television business. I'm your host, Jared Dean Winchester, and to start off the new year, because the last episode I put out for the new year actually talked about my hopes and my plans for the show. I've also done the same for my YouTube channel, The Story Dude. So if you haven't already had the chance to check out that channel, please do so after you've listened to this episode. Now, to start off with, something really inspired me when I was doing an assignment last month which will be the last month of 2022, I had to report on my creative process. Now, I had to let people know, like create an episode where I put out and clarify, explain, or illustrate my creative process. So what I did, I started talking about it, and within that assignment, I inserted a quote by S.S. Rajamali. If you don't know who that is, this is the filmmaker that brought us Bahubali 1 and 2. Of course, few other films, student number one being one of them, one of the earliest ones, and also lately, RRR. Now, you can find out what the hell that means, or what the hell that stands for, but... This was the movie that made global headlines and caused Hollywood to break their heads, or should I say bang their heads against the table or against the wall, asking the question, why on earth they could not make movies like RRR. And in an interview, S.S. Rajamali said this, When something excites you, a story or characterization, you immediately forget about everything else. You only think about how to make a movie out of it. The economics come only later. You shouldn't let money dictate the kind of films you should make. Now, this is a very profound and very true statement from S.S. Rajmali because all he's saying is focus on your characters and your story. Believe in your characters and your story. Everything else is secondary. 
Now, I can see where he's coming from, and I've noticed that lately, Tollywood, yes, Tollywood, not Bollywood, has been putting out more quality content and a lot of North Indian actors, a lot of Bollywood actors from the North come down seeking to work with S.S. Rajmali. Now, in the movie RRR, Bollywood actor Ajay Devgan join in. And that is saying something. Now, let me give you the reason why Hollywood are unable to make movies like RRR and what can be done about it. To tell you the truth, boys and girls, ladies and gents, the true cause of movies sucking in Hollywood as is the critics, their mentality and their critique itself. So, for example, you will be looking at political correctness, believability, and a lot of critics comparing elements of film or a TV show to real life. What they forget is movies and TV shows are not based on reality. They have a premise, the what-if premise, and that is something that the showrunner of a TV show or the producer of a movie or filmmaker of a movie is asking. What they want to know is how it plays out. What they want to do is ask and answer the what-if question. Put forth a premise and reach a conclusion at the end of the movie or TV show. A lot of critics that I have come across, this is with my own work, I notice that a lot of them overuse two words, believability and the words unrealistic. Political correctness is also part of it and a few other things, including the words offensive. Now, let's get something straight here. Whatever movie you make or whatever TV show that you propose will always offend somebody. You are not immune to that. Now, I was working with a producer who expected nothing 
but nines and tens or eights scores rather and he will not go past the outline stage now here's the kicker this producer called calls outlines as synopsis which is not what it is but i digress you see the critics have no freaking idea about what a movie or a TV show is supposed to do that it is supposed to answer the what if question it is make believe now i agree that you need to focus on the believability aspect of a movie or a TV show but to tell you the truth when you do that what you are needing to remember is when you creatively have an idea a fantasy idea make that believable that is the key however the realistic aspect of it or the logical aspect of it now this is something that the critics also complain about the logical aspect of it you see these critics i'm going to have to ask this question so you've dealt with a days worth of reality an entire days worth of reality and now you're telling me that you want more of it don't you want to relax don't you want to unwind don't you want to forget everything if that is the thing if your answer is no i don't want to forget everything no i don't want to unwind then let's face it you're up tight on the other hand if your answer is yes i want to forget everything i want to unwind great then you have some imagination you have something to offer in your criticism but that is not the case for the most part so that is the cause what is the solution and i've offered it in my channel the story dude but i'm also going to do something a little different here in this episode of my podcast so let's discuss this after the break shall we learn the craft of screenwriting with the guys at screenwritingu.com they have free classes for you to test the waters and then they have the pro series courses which are the flagship of the screenwriting u courses the owner and founder is actually an expert in the industry and you get to learn not only the craft of screenwriting but also the business 
of screenwriting. So what are you waiting for? Inquire today at screenwritingu.com. That's screenwritingu with a capital U dot com. This podcast is brought to you by Spring Wales Productions, where your journey begins. Welcome back. Now, before the break, I talked about the cause of why Hollywood is unable to make movies like RRR by infamous producer and filmmaker S.S. Rajamali, who is slowly beginning to be famous. Now, I'll also give you the solution what needs to be done after describing the problem of the critics, what the critics are like, and what I didn't mention is not all are like this. Most are crap. Most are garbage. Some are good ones, but also there are some who are better than others. What needs to happen is instead of critics being given the absolute authority and absolute power over the content before being produced, now I completely understand that when you are a producer, you expect a return on your investment. No doubt about it. Heck, if I am a producer and I'm investing, say, tens of millions of dollars, I would expect that money back plus 30%. This is given. Nothing wrong with it. However, what is wrong and what is not okay is when a creative producer gives away his or her power and lets the critics decide whether or not the film or TV show being proposed is good or bad. Now, I'm for a critic that is objective. I'm not advocating for the abolition, for the abolishing of all critics from the industry and anywhere. But what I'm saying is have good quality or great quality criticisms. That seems to be non-existent in today's world, in today's Hollywood, or in today's uh, Western filmmaking society or Western film industry. And because of that, you're suffering. You've got a lot of filmmakers and showrunners who are taking the easy way out. Now, I promised you a solution in this segment, 
And I'm going to give you that solution right about now. So basically, what needs to happen is when you produce a film, you put it out there for the audience to see because your end target audience is literally the average Joe, you and I. Now, what needs to happen is the free market, we have to let the average Joes who are the free market decide whether or not a movie is a hit or a miss or a flop. On the other hand, like I mentioned before, now I um, that I understand the consensus where you need a return on your investment, totally get that. But what I'm also going to say to you is when you let the market decide, when you let the audience speak, and when you let the audience's dollar speak, that should tell you something about what type of movies you need to make and what type of movies you need to tailor. You do not need to involve critics in this matter. But on the other hand, a little bit of precaution won't hurt, but not an abundance of precaution. So what I mean to say is there are critics out there who are objective, who deploy the concept of suspension of disbelief. This is a very key to the audience because the audience wants to suspend their disbelief when they go see your movie. They want to go unwind after a hard day's work and they do not want to worry about reality. This is something that most critics forget. So when you allow the audience to let you know what type of movies are working and what aren't, but with the help of those critics who offer you quality, constructive criticism, that is what I'm an advocate for. I'm an advocate for constructive criticism rather than destructive criticism. We do not want destructive criticism. With the majority of the critics happening today, they are masquerading or they are fooling us into believing that their destructive criticism is in fact constructive based on their opinion and nobody is challenging that. We need to be in a position where such criticisms need to be challenged. Not necessarily rebel, but challenge it. You need to say, hey, critic, thank you 
for your criticism. But I need to ask you this, this, and this. Why do you believe th- this, this, and this? And why are you calling this, this, and this unrealistic? You know, those sorts of questions. And if they cannot answer those questions, those basic questions, or if they cannot answer it honestly, or if they dance around it, time to find yourself one that offers you constructive criticism and, of course, allows you, the creative practitioner, to improve on your work. That's what you want. However, that cannot happen with destructive criticism. When they use words like unrealistic or some crap. However, but this is how you can make movies like RRR when you start believing in your characters. And that is a solution. You let the market decide and you start by having each filmmaker or showrunner believe in your characters, believe in their characters. Now, film schools are great to get the ball rolling in terms of filmmaking techniques and plus film schools do let you to use equipment for free and talent for free as a student of the filmmaking academy. But film schools really need to tell their students to believe in their characters and believe in their ideas. Not crappy ideas, but if they have a genuine idea, help them to to believe in it. All film schools need to do this. That is another way that movies can be made better. Movies and TV shows can be made better. And the other thing that I'm going to mention to you is... The screenwriting classes, instead of just teaching the craft of screenwriting, encourage the students to believe in their characters and the story and encourage to practice their craft. The more they practice the better they get. And once they're at a point where they are able to craft or mold great ideas or conceptualize great ideas and great storylines, believe me, you're going to be in a level where you can match movies like RRR. You can produce movies like RRR and quite frankly, up your quality. Increase the quality of the movies or TV shows. Also, I'm going to leave you with this. 
just because you know about a topic, you have to look at your filmmaker buddies or you have to look at your other creative uh, practitioner buddies and ask yourself, hey, these guys are all making the same thing or are exploring the same idea as me. Is it even worth it? That's the onus of the filmmaker or the creative practitioner, not the audience, not the critics. Now, I have, in the past, like in last year's episode, in one of last year's episode, I did, maybe I didn't, but what I am going to say is if you have a concept or if you have a story or characters, write it in a way that it makes it impossible for a critic to say no to or impossible for a critic to find problems in your story or characters. And you do this again by believing in your characters and your story. That's how you do it. Because believe me when I say that critics in the industry are trained to look for anything and everything wrong with a piece of creative work. They are trained to fault it. And they are also trained. Now, this is the other guys, like the producers and the gatekeepers of productions. They are actually trained to say no to you. So, what needs to happen when you start believing in your characters and your story, you tend to make great ideas and you tend to conceptualize great ideas and you tend to not just up your game, but also to increase the quality of your creation, i.e. movies or TV shows or web series or whatever content that you want to put out. So at the end of the day, creative practitioners, which entails filmmakers, screenwriters, creative producers, and anybody involved in content creation, I leave you with this. Always believe in your story or your characters. And like the quote in the beginning, don't just do it for the money. Believe in them. And that's my takeaway for this episode.
for the start of the year. So, thank you for listening. I've been Jared Dean Winchester, also known as the Story Dude. And until I talk to you again, don't forget to turn that page.